Fiverr is the world's largest marketplace for digital services, offers both buyers and sellers a digitally streamlined transactional platform. If you need to buy something, sell something, or whatever you want to do on Fiverr, just go to bit.ly slash GOP Josh Fiverr today to get your gig or to put your gig on Fiverr and help support the program as well. That is bit.ly slash GOP J-O-S-H Fiverr F-I-V-E-R-R. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Americanism, not globalism, will be our credo as long as we are led by politicians who will not put America first, then we can be assured that other nations will not treat America with respect, the respect that we deserve. You're listening to the voice of the future. Fighting for America every day. This is the conservative crusader. And here's your host, GOP Josh. Hello and welcome. This is the Conservative Crusader on the Red Future Radio Network. Glad to be with you all today on the program on the Red Future Radio Network. This is the Conservative Crusader. GOP Josh is your host. GOPJosh.com is my website. Red Future Radio is available at redfutureradio.com. And and tomorrow morning at 11 a.m., Red Future Radio Sports is debuting their big third episode. Um, You can view that on our website. Um, Redfutureradio.com slash sports is their webpage. Um, breadfeedradio.com will take you there. Just click on a, the shows tab and they pop up there, the third show there um, on the program. So glad to be with you all today. Um, first things first, it is storming in Ohio right now pretty majorly. There was some tornado warnings, some other big storm alerts. Um, big, f- first things first, if you are driving in Ohio and then you have to have your wiper blades on or the drivers around you have to have your wiper blades on, please turn on your, uh, it's not even a please, turn on your your, your headlights. This isn't just a personal pet peeve of mine. This isn't just something I'm I'm passionate about. It is illegal to drive without your headlights on in the state of Ohio. Uh, if you have to have your wiper blades on, wipers on, um, yeah, wiper bl- wipers on, headlights on. Turn on your headlights when you drive. Now into the news. Does the president believe though that the reward outweighs the risk when it comes to gain of function research? Does the reward outweigh the risk when it comes to gain of research? You're going to have to say that again. Does the president believe that this type of gain of function research is prudent? He believes that um, it's important to help prevent future pandemics, which means he understands that there has to be legitimate scientific research into the sources or potential sources 
of pandemics. Does the- so that is uh, someone with the Biden administration talking about gain of function research. We now know, publicized by the Department of Energy, I believe it was, that gain of function research was used to create COVID and now is from the lab in China where gain of function research happened. Um, the lab leak is how COVID was started. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre and National Security Council spokesman John Kirby pointedly refused to confirm reports that the Energy Department has updated its stance to say COVID-19 likely came from a lab leak. Uh, that was from the Department of uh, Energy Department Assessment, uh, likely saying it did come from a lab. So it wasn't the bat soup, it was the lab, as if we haven't known this the whole time. But I was banned on YouTube for saying it came from a lab. A lot of my friends and fellow media hosts were banned from YouTube for saying COVID-19 came from a lab in China. And it wasn't from the bat soup. It wasn't from this and that. So are they going to apologize for I mean, are, like, are they going to reinstate the accounts? Are they going to reinstate those that were punished for admitting what the Department of Energy says? Now, Crane Jean-Pierre, in her expertise in every single issue, is not going to say that this was the problem. Right? We just We know that blatantly clear. She's not going to say that happened because she's paid for by China. She's paid for by the radical left and those who are trying to get the shot in, into your body. So it did not happen from COVID, by the way. It did not happen in the, in the lab, by the way. But that man was a White House spokesperson who doesn't know what gain of function is, apparently. But we know America funded it. We know Fauci funded it, and he was in favor of it, and it caused COVID. Before we go into this any further, I want to say two quick things. Um, first of all, Lizzie Marbach from the Ohio Right to Life organization. She's the communications director. I'm going to get into it later in the program, probably Wednesday, uh, further. But Ohio is currently working on, some leftists in Ohio are working on a constitutional amendment to put abortion on the ballot and abortion rights on the ballot. That's how afraid they are, by the way, of the voters, is, is that they want to put it on the ballot and, and get it on there with a 50, point, 50 plus 1 percent ability to pass. So just think of that. We're going to talk about that with her, uh, Lizzie Marbach from Ohio Right to Life. OhioLife.org is their website. I encourage you to support their organization. Um, also, Representative Chris Jordan from the Ohio House. He was a ardent medical freedom supporter. He is a patriot. He was a conservative. He fought for the people of Delaware County and uh, the people of Ohio very well. He has passed away at the age of 46 due to natural causes, so I would like to say I'm praying for his family and praying for his constituents and his friends and his colleagues, all of whom were very close with him and enjoyed working with him as they have came out publicly and said um, after the fact. So rest in peace, Chris Jordan. Representative, your work will not go forgotten, and we thank you for fighting for our families and our future every day in the State House uh, for your term in there. So thank you. And we are sorry for your loss. And I just wanted to get that out there. I kind of hopped right into the, into the news, and I, I do that often. But I wanted to mention that there, too. I didn't know Chris Jordan. I never had the opportunity of meeting Representative Jordan. Um, but he was a patriot just from his votes, from his legislation, and from his what his friends and his colleagues have said. He was a patriot, a proud conservative. He was an unbashedly conservative. He was a great ally of Ohio Advocates for Medical Freedom, an organization I am a very, very big supporter of. But the work they're doing to use the same method the left is using to get abortion, they're using it to get House Bill 248 on the ballot. They are great people in that organization. He was a passionate supporter of them, and we are um, we are very – Ohio as a, as a state is mourning his loss completely. 
We're going to end this segment a little early today. I mentioned the gain of function. That was the biggest thing I want to mention today. Um, we are waiting on the line on our uh, patreon.com slash news line, newsmaker line uh, for Lizzie Wish, uh, Marbach, not, not Whitmarsh anymore, Marbach to uh, hop on here and talk. Uh, so she will be calling in in just a minute. We'll be back right after this on the Conservative Crusader with Lizzie Marbach from Ohio Right to Life. If I can press the right button on my board for once, maybe one day I'll get the right button. GOP Josh, back after this on the Red Future Radio Network. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Conservative Crusader. This is The Conservative Crusader. Welcome back. This is The Conservative Crusader. Joining us now is the Director of Communications for the great organization, the Ohio Right to Life, a personal favorite organization of mine in the state. A personal friend of mine, I'd like to say, we're friends at least. Uh, Lizzie Marbach is joining us today. Their, their website is ohiolife.org. Uh, Lizzie, welcome to the program. Maybe. Thanks for having me on, and I am very excited to be here. Well, thank you very much. And uh, I know we interact on Twitter a little bit, but I'm glad to finally speak with you here. Um, before we get yeah, into yeah, yeah, absolutely, and you you are a friend to clarify. Well, thank so you, I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, so before we hop into the main main topic of this, which we all know the news that's going on in Ohio right now, um, can you introduce yourself as well as the organization Ohio Right to Life to our audience today? Yes, absolutely. So uh, for starters, myself, my name is Lizzie uh, Marbach. I'm still trying to get used to my lo- my new last name. I just got married. Yeah, congratulations, December, by the way, so. to, a, to a great man. Thank I know you. him well. So, <laughs> Yes, yes. That's how we actually got introduced, I'm pretty sure, is, is through my husband. Very so um, yeah, I just got married in December. I'm a very passionate conservative, um, a, a extremely uh, passionate about the issues that are happening nowadays. So I love to see young people like yourself out there aware first and foremost of what's actually happening and then also trying to dispel the many lies that come from the left. Um, So speaking of lies with Ohio Right to Life, the organization that I work for, our main mission has been from the very beginning to end abortion from conception all the way up through natural death to advocate for human life, for the right to life, the the right to not be killed by other people. You'd think that that would not be a controversial thing, but unfortunately it is today. So that is what our organization uh, was founded on, is to end abortion and and also advocate just for the right to life all the way up to natural death. And that's what we're continuing to do. And it really shouldn't be controversial, but we have these these crazy people out there, I like to call them. I don't even consider them left-wing, because I think the majority of left-wing <laughs> has some sort of restrictions on that. There is the major far lefties that are like, up to birth. And that's that's really where we need to, to, to start with pulling it back. So before that, I know Ohio passed a six-week heartbeat bill. Has that done anything so far? Because I know six weeks is kind of close, not not quite where we should be. But I know they've passed it. Has it actually done anything? Is abortion currently illegal or prohibited in Ohio in any way? Yeah. So uh, June 24th, 2022, when the Dobbs decision came down, um, the Harpy law at that point in time was blocked by um, a judge here in Ohio. Luckily, because of the Dobbs decision, we were able to get the heartbeat law unblocked and enforced. And so from June 24th until September 14th, uh, the heartbeat law was in effect. It was being enforced and it was saving lives. I think that it was over 2000 lives that were saved um, due to the heartbeat law being wow. in, enforced. However, uh, that 
as I just noted, that ended on September 14th because the pro-abortion side uh, sued like they usually do. They shopped for the perfect judge that they knew would give them the answer that they wanted. And Judge Christian Jenkins down in Cincinnati, he put a block on the heartbeat law again. And so currently the heartbeat law is not in effect and abortion is unfortunately legal in Ohio until 22 weeks of pregnancy. So that is over five months pregnant. That's a very, very long time into pregnancy that abortion is legal in Ohio right now. And so uh, what we're waiting for is Attorney General Dave Yost. He has already filed an appeal on that block so that hopefully the Ohio Supreme Court, thanks to our recent election, getting a conservative majority on our Supreme Court, um, that it, they will overrule that and that the heartbeat law will be able to be enforced again. We're uh, hoping for by the end of this summer that that will happen, but it's really up to the will of the Ohio Supreme Court to first and foremost decide to take on the case and then obviously rule on the side of life. Um, thanks to the fact that they are pro-life, we're, we're hopeful in the decision that they'll make, but trying to you know, predict what the court does is, is never an easy job. We've, so. got, we've got some great justices there. I know Sharon Kennedy, especially the chief justice now, it's kind of weird to to, to rephrase that, she's a great person. I believe she'll do very well in that and bringing that up. So I'm, I'm excited to hear that you guys have an appeal process to that. But the left yes. is currently trying to go over their head, over the head of the Ohio legislatures, over the head of the people mostly. I mean, it, 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 ballot issues to kind of hop into it are very low informed most of the time. So what is the left trying to do right now using our constitutional process uh, to add the non-existent right to an abortion to our constitution? Well, what they're trying to do exactly what you just said, and that's go over the head of the constitutional republic that we have put in place with legislators, with uh, Supreme Court, with the justicism. I, they're, they're, they're trying to supersede all of that and just radically change Ohio's constitution because they know that abortion is not a constitutional right in the state of Ohio or nationally. They know that that's not the case. So instead, they're just trying to add that right into Ohio's constitution. And so they just announced last week that they will be bringing a ballot initiative to this November's election. And on that ballot initiative, it's extremely deceptive how they have it worded. And so they're trying to tell voters that this ballot initiative would only allow abortion up until the point of viability, which is typically around 24 weeks. However, they go on to say that viability can only be decided on a case-by-case -case basis, and it's up to each individual doctor to decide when viability is. And so with the language, it would allow for some extremely radical things. First and foremost, abortion up and through nine months is the most radical. Right. It would uh, remove all protections that we currently have in place for the unborn and for the woman. It would also remove parental consent. And so a 13-year-old girl could walk into an abortion clinic and their parents would, wouldn't have to know at all. In fact, they would be uh, protected from having to tell their parents. And so parental consent would be removed. Any kind of um, health a regulation for these abortion mills would be removed. And so there would be no oversight, making sure that they're medically safe for the women when they come in. And so just, I mean, really, truly radical stuff is in this ballot initiative, but they've worded it so deceptively, like they always do, that they're trying to trick Ohio voters. And, and you, uh, you were completely right at the beginning when you said that a ballot initiative typically is going after those low information voters that don't really understand what 
they're voting for and they're just reading a quick uh you know two two to three paragraph explanation of what this ballot initiative is but if it's extremely vague and confusing, most of the time they don't even understand what they're voting for. And so it's very dangerous. Not only that, is it low inf- information voters? Is it low information voters who are going to vote in an off year election when there's no local or not very many <laughs> local issues on the ballot? No statewide elections, no congressional elections. It is a completely uh, municipal level election only. And they're putting this massive, massive amount of, of pressure on the voters to come out in a, a low year election. So to t- kind of do it some activism here for the listeners. Here in Ohio and nationwide, you need to vote in November. Every November, every primary vote in every election. But that's besides the point. Um, do we think this has the signatures to make the ballot so far? Unfortunately, I I do think that they're going to have the infrastructure to collect the signatures that are needed. So far, they've already collected about 7,000 signatures. Mm-hmm. They'll need to collect uh, 413,000. So we'll see if they're able to get that. But because of the tens of, the, of millions of dollars that floods in from the abortion lobby nationwide, they have an unlimited source of, of income, unfortunately. And so I really do think that they will be able to get the signatures. That is our first course of action, though, is to put a stop to that, to go to wherever they are collecting signatures and warn uh, these people who are signing the petition about what they're actually signing so that they're informed on that. Cause we know that the abortion lobby isn't going to tell them what they're signing right. for. So we do, we do want to try to prevent that. But I, I do think that they have a strong likelihood of collecting the signatures. How, however, the next course of action. So they just submitted the language last week. Um, the attorney general now has 10 days since uh, they submitted it to either approve or deny it. I'm guessing because of the vagueness that Attorney General Davios will deny that because there is a, a law within our constitution that says that any ballot initiatives have to be single issue. It can't be conflated with a million different issues. And the way that the ballot initiative is written right now, it's conflating IVF, uh, contraception, abortion, pregnancy care. It's conflating a multitude of issues. So I don't think that he's going to accept it. So if he does reject it, then they'll have to go and rewrite it and then submit it again. So that will kind of prolong the process, but you just never know. And we we know that they have a ton of uh, money backing them. And so I don't want to underestimate their capabilities right it's single issue issue one issue two issue three it's not issue one through six you get to vote all at once yeah um so, yeah exactly so i know you guys are gonna, need, are gonna need support for this i'm sure after roe was overturned the support for the organization kind of dropped because people thought okay abortion's illegal now those kind of lower informed voters like we mentioned before that supported the organization um we're gonna need volunteers you're gonna need donations how can people do that Yes. Uh, if you go to ohiolife.org, you can sign up to volunteer there as well as donate. There's two big buttons on there that you can click to do either or. And you're completely right. We're going to need as many hands on deck for this. We're going to have to create the largest grassroots program that Ohio has ever seen. Because like you said earlier, this is going to be a low turnout election. This is an off year election. It's when nobody is really paying attention. The only other races that will be on the ballot are going to be for school board, which we should be going out to vote for those as well. Um, So the silver lining is maybe we'll be able to 
get a bunch of conservatives on our school boards as well because they'll be coming out to vote against this ballot initiative. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll be needing tons of people to go out to knock on doors, to make phone calls, to t- just talk to their neighbors and explain to them what is actually taking place on this ballot initiative. So please go to ohiolife.org. You can go to ohiolife.org slash donate to uh, donate directly or just ohiolife.org to sign up to volunteer. We are also looking for as many medical professionals to sign on with us and to be just be a part of our growing list of doctors that stand against this ballot initiative. Because what the other side has is they do have about 1,400 doctors that have signed on to this ballot initiative. And for reference, 1,400 doctors is about less than 4% of the medical professionals in the state of Ohio. But when you just hear that number, you think, oh, that's that's a lot. So right. we want to combat that with our own uh, list of doctors that stand against this, that speak clearly, and that add to the conversation that this is not a monolith in the medical community. And there is a large, large group of medical professionals that stand against this kind of radicalism. So if you are one of those, please go to our website as well, ohiolife.org. It's right at the top and you can sign up to volunteer for that. Ohiolife.org, ohiolife.org. That is probably going to be the most important website you go to this year uh, when it comes to elections and donations you make. We know we have a lot of donors that listen to this the show, donating to candidates. Go out there, ohiolife.org. Um, Lizzie Marbach, I want to get you some followers out there too, people who follow you, because you, you post pro-life all the time, pro-life and, and gospel, and I appreciate everything you post. Um, what's your social media, and how can people find you on social media as well as Ohio Right to Life, and just get the message out there? Well, thank you so much. Uh, on Twitter, it's just Lizzie Marbach, at Lizzie Marbach. That's Lizzie with an I-E, not a Y. <laughs> and then um, as, as far as Ohio Right to Life, and on Twitter, it's at Ohio Life. And then on Instagram and Facebook, it's Ohio Right to Life. So follow those pages. Keep up to date with them. Volunteer your time. Donate your dollars. However you can help this fantastic group combat these radical these radical takeover of our state, of our process. Uh, Lizzie Marbach, welcome to the show. I hope we can have you back again, and, and thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me on, and I I would love to come back whenever you'd have me. And you know I can do doors. You know I can do phone calls. Keep me in mind. Uh, my name is GP yeah, Josh. I will, I will keep you working. <laughs> All right. My name is GP Josh. This is the Conservative Crusader back after this on the Red Future Radio Network. All right. You're listening to the Conservative Crusader. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's Joe P. Josh. We can only keep the Conservative Crusader podcast or, or program that you're listening to right now on the air with your support. We have recently launched a Patreon program where you can support us here at Red Future Radio for as little as $3 a month. You can find that at patreon.com slash Josh. You can also support the program at anchor.fm slash the Conservative Crusader for as much or as little as you'd like to give. This program will remain free and financial support is not required or expected. But anything to keep us on the air helps. Thank you, folks. And now, back to the Conservative Crusader. Welcome back. This is the Conservative Crusader on the Red Future Radio Network. Glad to be with you all today. 
as always. Fiverr is the world's largest marketplace for digital services and offers both buyers and sellers a streamlined transactional platform. Voiceover, translation, logo design, articles, and blog posts, proofreading, graphic design, and digital marketing are just a few of the services offered on Fiverr, pretty much anything you can imagine available there. Uh, go to bit.ly slash GOP Josh, F-I-V-E-R-R, to get a Fiverr gig for your business or hobby today. That is bit.ly slash GOP Josh Fiverr today. Blackout Coffee is a patriotic and tasty coffee company that offers coffee, hot chocolate, mug, shirts, and more. It's some great coffee or accessories at blackoutcoffee.com today. Use code TSMS for up to 10% off your order and to support the Red Feature Radio Network. That is code TSMS at blackoutcoffee.com. Patreon is a growing platform for exclusive content and interaction with the creators you love. Go to patreon.com slash Josh for as little as $3. You can unlock exclusive interactions with the program and, and with me uh, by supporting the program for $3 at patreon.com slash Josh. Check that out. But I'm not going not gonna to ask you to go to Patreon today. I'm going to ask you to go to ohiolife.org. I'm not affiliated with that organization. I'm just a, a fan of the work they do there because of the important work they do there. OhioLife.org, go there, donate your time, your money, however you can help. Get involved with them, help their organization. Um, yeah, OhioLife.org, OhioLife.org. Um, let's hop into this now. A lot of Ohio news today. This is an Ohio-centric program for those across the nation listening. Um, it is an Ohio-centric program. And I'm going to play part of this clip here from SNL. I don't like SNL, but they mocked Trump, and they do that quite a bit. But they mocked Trump uh, going to East Palestine, Ohio. Um, Here we go. Wonderful to be here in the town of East Palestine. Not a great name. (laughs) But uh, I had to come here and see these wonderful people who have been abandoned by Biden. He's on spring break in Ukraine with his friend Zelensky in the T-shirt. Very disrespectful. (laughs) Zelensky thinks he's rocking that ring of tea like Scott Pilgrim. But I'm here and I brought hats, cameras and hats, because it's terrible what's happening here. You know, earlier today, a farmer came up to me, big fella, and he said, Sir, we have nothing to eat because our dirt is poison. And I said, well, what are you doing eating the dirt? Don't eat the dirt, folks. In case you forgot how unfunny SNL was, that's their mocking of Trump going to East Palestine. I want to remind you here what happened. There was a train crash. Our governor blew it up, blew up the chemical into the water. Now the water's poisoned. Now the dirt's poisoned. Now the air's poisoned. And SNL, which is a terrible organization to begin with, the, the mocking of anything on SNL is just, it's a, it's a bad show. It's not funny. They went out there and they mocked Trump for going. He was there supporting. He didn't say he was saving the world one event at a time. He wasn't doing that by any means. He is saving the world, but... Um, he, he never said that this is the most important thing anyone's ever done is going to East Palestine, but I think it's very important, and they, they pronounce East Palestine wrong. Um, I think it's very important that you go to those, er- those events if you're a president or a presidential candidate, and you don't mock the people that are. It's stupid. I, I, it, it's a bad show anyways. Um, so let's let's just... Move on. I, I can't talk about this anymore. We don't have a lot to get to today. I really want to just push OhioLife.org, OhioLife.org. Um, that organization is so important. Uh, Lizzie is a great person. She's a great spokesperson. I almost called her her, her maiden name again, but she's married to a great uh, patriotic man. I, I'm, I'm glad to say I'm friends with that, both of them. Um, partisan politics a little bit. 
The RNC says that any person on this debate stage will have to support the nominee. So let's think about this here. Um, Back a while, we had John Kasich, who was from Ohio. He was a good governor, a decent governor. Um, He went on the debate stage and said, I will not support Trump if he's a nominee. And he went and spoke at the DNC four years later. So now a, a now that Trump said on a quote from the Hugh Hewitt show, if there's a clip here, there's not a clip here, of course. Um, pretty much they said, hey, Trump said that he might not support that. Here it is. I think it is. Um, it's CNN clipping another thing. If you're not the nominee, will you support whoever the GOP nominee? If you're using just one earbud, put your other earbud in or, or one headphone. It's it's cut to the left channel, and I can't fix that right now. He is. It would depend. I would I would give you the same answer I gave in 2016 during the debate. Uh, it would have to depend on who the nominee was. So are you prepared to block the former president? Well, he, if he signed it in 2016. He did. Everybody signed it in 2016. But this is about the here and the now. Yeah, he didn't I, commit I to it. I think they're all going to sign it. I- so they'll sign it. And she says everyone signed it in 2016. Does that include John Casey, who was the last person to drop out who wouldn't support Trump? Um. So... We're saying you're not going to get on the debate stage unless you make this pledge. I think people in our party really want to see that. They want to see us come together. They don't want the infighting, says McDaniel. Now, my problem is Ronna McDaniel is too busy going on CNN, going on these organizations, these anti-Republican organizations, going in the devil's chamber, in the, in the, in the lion's den, so to speak. And not a bad thing, but she's too busy doing that when at GOP on Twitter, the organization that I keep getting tagged for, um, going on their Twitter page, and their biggest thing, the GOP is committed to earning the black vote in 2024. The Republican National Committee is making strategic investments. That's why we're investing in the black community across the country. The Republican National Committee has opened community centers in black neighborhoods because we're committed to showing up and doing the work to earn your vote. We know the values of the Republican Party are core to the success of the country. And with more black leaders in the Republican Party than ever before, the future is ours to write. So I'm going to stop that there. I hope I don't get copyright struck for that music. Um, We are losing the white vote at a faster rate than we ever have before. The core base of the Republican Party is white males. I'm just going to be honest. Not a terrible thing. Not a good thing. We are gaining the Hispanic vote. We are gaining the Muslim vote. We are gaining the vote of these people who are traditionally not conservative groups. I mean, Hispanics are. I mean, and they're voting Republican. Latinos are voting Republican in a larger number now than they were in 2016, than they were in 2012, and they definitely were in 2008. They are voting Republican. Why don't we work to make sure we have that vote unlock? If we're going to go demographics, we're going to play identity politics. Let's make sure we have that vote unlock, have the Muslim vote unlock, have the Indian votes unlock before we worry about the black vote. I'm not saying it's a lost cause. I'm just saying the indoctrination in those inner city schools are not going to have their, their, their students going out there and saying, I want to vote Republican. Because you're raised to be, you're, you're, you're a traitor to the race if you're a Republican. That's pretty much what they say. Um, Candace Owens' blackout, to, to quote that, is, is talks about, about, about that. So going through, we have more black leaders in the Republican Party than ever, is really going to win over the base. Of the, uh, the, the, the base. It's really going to win over the straight white men. It's really going to win over the Hispanics. Playing to identity politics doesn't win over anyone but 
the the core. I don't know. I I I don't even know who it wins over. If it wins over anyone, um, at all. But I am going to stop digressing on that issue. I want to talk uh, in the next segment about the state of Ohio. Again, it's the Ohio segment um, for every segment of the show today. Um, we have a race in 2026 for governor. That's four years away. We've had Matt Mayer on the program. He's still the best candidate in the race because no one else has declared in that race. He's still the best candidate. Um, so so he's, he's the only candidate that's declared. We have a couple other potential candidates. We've talked about those on the program as well. John Husted is one of them. He is laying the groundwork for the campaign. And I just, I can't believe it. John Husted, I know we're talking pro-life today. He's a pro-life man. So he says, um, he's done a lot of work with Ohio Life. But I'm going to have to critique him a little bit because his website is lackluster. His campaign is so far as lackluster. So we'll be back after this on the patreon.com slash Josh brought to you by, um, yeah, this is the program. Back right back You're listening this. to the Conservative Crusader. Welcome back. This is the Conservative Crusader, your Ohio hour. Not hour. Segment. 15 minutes. 10 minutes, maybe. I don't know. Uh, on the program. Always, as always, this Ohio segment is brought to you by our Fiverr supporters. bit.ly slash G-O-P-J-O-S-H-F-I-V-E-R-R is the webpage. Takes you right to our customized Fiverr link to support the program, to support America First, support this show. Um, so yeah, thank you for being here and listening as always. Our only Ohio news today that we haven't already got to. Everything's been Ohio. It is all Ohio, always has been. John Husted has a new campaign website. Um, John Husted for Ohio or just, just, just johnhusted.com. And I want you to go to this website. Um, as of today, it has a conservative leader for Ohio's future. Donate today. You click the button and it takes you to a donor website does not tell you who it goes through, but it does um, it does send you to that website. Um, tells you the information. There's a P.O. box you can mail to. And then it goes down and says, meet John. Go to John's story. Um, I care a lot about the character of a politician and their story, but it's not more important to me than the issues. Um, he does not here mention an issue on the ballot or on, on the site. Keep in touch. You can put in your information, your phone number, your email address, Click submit, and you can send that information to him. And then that's the end of the page. Takes you to his LinkedIn page, his Instagram page, his Twitter page, but doesn't actually tell you anything he believes in. There is very little substance on this page. Very little, hey, this is what I believe in. Hey, this is what I'm working for. Hey, I'm currently serving in the state government. This is what I'm working you in working with you all for and what we're working for um, together. And this is that that's this doesn't it's not there. And this isn't just a, a thing that's like, hey, I might run, so here's what I believe in in case I do. This is a, I'm planning on running and I'm not telling you what I believe in. Um Hugh said filed, but this is from the dispatch. Uh, Hugh said filed what is called a designation of treasurer with the Secretary of State's office, which establishes who will oversee the purse strings of a campaign committee. He also launched a new campaign website that is John Husted, J O N H U S T E D dot com, I believe it was. 
Uh, yes, it was. The filing obtained by the dispatch group, and I closed out of the tab. That's fantastic. Um, I love this system so much. I need to streamline this. USA Today Network Ohio Bureau shows his campaign specifically identified governor as the office being sought. Um, yeah, he said since 2021, I believe it was, when uh, Rob Portman said he wasn't going to run. He said, yeah, I want to run for governor. That's that's my plan. That's my end game is to run for governor. Um, he was a lieutenant governor. He served his ranks through the uh, the governorships and through the the political figures, which probably isn't a good thing. He was the secretary of state. Um, his political fundraiser, Blake Namarana, is the campaign director, finance director. Uh, Mick Namarana, I'm sorry, previously held the role for DeWine and Husted's campaign, so he's pretty much running for governor. He, he could run for governor. He could run for, I guess, attorney general if he's an attorney. But that's it. Um, Matt Mayer is the only other person who's announced their intentions. Dave Yost has said he probably might run. Probably might. Um, so this is going to heat up very quickly. And I think here, this is a good thing. I think that if John Husted runs, and I think that if um, Dave Yost both run, Matt Mayer has a clear path to the to the governor's mansion. And I don't think a Republican's going to lose to a Democrat in the, in the general election, but we need to have someone that's not a DeWine administration official. I am big on election integrity. I am big on medical freedom. And I am big on pro-life issues. Those are my three most important issues. And two-thirds of those have been lackluster from the Dwight administration. John Husted, I'd love to have him on the program. If he wants to come into the den, the, the lion's den on this program, and talk to me about what he believes in, why he's running, um, come on. They have my contact. I've contacted their office probably 10 times um, to talk about coming on the program. So, so, so hop on with me. I'll, I'm not going to charge you. I'm not going to pay for you. But just just, just hop on in. You're more than welcome. Anyone in the DeWine administration that wants to come on is welcome to come on. Um, We're going to end the program here tonight. We'll be back Wednesday with a brand spanking new episode uh, talking about all things Ohio. I'm also working on, for those who stay to the very end, we are working on Vivek Ramaswamy, who's announced his candidacy for president. We'll talk about that Wednesday. We're working on getting him on the program, so stay tuned for that. He said on Twitter he'll do it. Got to get his staff in line now and, and, and get them to, to schedule with me. So if you're listening, uh, Mr. Vivek Ramaswani staff, welcome. So thank you for listening, and, and please join me. Uh, until next time, my friends, my name is GOP Josh. This is the Red Future Radio Network, in case you forgot. This has been the Conservative Crusader back Wednesday, ohiolife.org, and stay tuned. You're listening to the Conservative Crusader. 